Life was bitter to the core There was nothing to live for Until love came My name is Harold J. Perkins And at the age of 17 I was selling drugs And on my way to an early grave While sitting in my house with about 10 guys God gave me an out-of-body experience And I was lifted above the room I could see everything moving in slow motion After that I got up and put those guys out And I cried out to Jesus Christ He came into my life with liberty and purpose. Then I ran into religion. And it has taken me over 40 years to navigate through religion to fully understand what came into me that day. This podcast is to help put you on a faster track than it took me to get through religion and experience life, liberty, and purpose on a higher level. So get ready. We're about to start a revolution. Again, welcome. On this episode, I'm going to start off with a question. Is life stronger than death? Some think that death is stronger than life because the final days a man or woman lives on earth ends in death. But if death is stronger, how did Jesus rise from the dead? He rose from the dead because life is stronger than death. The Holy Spirit of grace, who is life, rose Jesus from the dead. Now, the one who brought death to the earth is Satan, and the fruit of death is sickness, poverty, lack, envy, strife, and everything that is bad and evil, and Satan is behind it all. Through the authority we have in Jesus Christ, who is our place of life, we have authority over all that Satan brings because he fell from heaven, the place of life. He fell because of his sin of trying to take over God's kingdom. Now, let's see what Jesus had to say about his fall. I'm in Luke chapter 10, verses 17 through 20, and here's what it says. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through your name. Now, now I'm going to stop for a minute. Notice he said, and the 70 returned again. So, in other words, this wasn't the first time that these devils were subject to him. They went out again and again. Okay, let me continue. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through your name. And he said unto them, I saw Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power or authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding, in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Now, because the 70 disciples' names were written in heaven, they were moving with the power of life, and all that represented death had to leave on their command. Let's look at another situation here. I'm in Matthew chapter 10, verse 1. And, and it says here, and when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. I'm going to drop down to verse six, verse six. It says, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the leopards, raise the dead cast out devils, freely you have received, 
freely give. Now notice he says that freely you have received, freely give. So it wasn't something that they had to earn. It wasn't, it wasn't something that they had to fast and pray for. It was a gift that was given unto them because of them believing on Jesus Christ. He said, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And then he talks about these sicknesses and so forth. In other words, what he's saying is the kingdom is to be able to be manifested for people to be able to see life is stronger than death. Because all those things represent death and they were delegated the power of life from heaven to overpower the things of death. Satan has fallen from the higher place of life in heaven, and we now, through Christ, have power and authority over all he brings. This includes the things he tries to bring against our own bodies and our own minds. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6, it says, We are seated in heavenly places, in Christ. No, so notice we have a heavenly position. And remember again that Jesus said he he saw Satan fall as lightning. Therefore, we operate from a higher place of life and death has to bow to us when we truly believe we have this power and authority. Our minds have to be renewed to think this way. That if I'm going to pray for someone who is suffering from any kind of sickness, I go bring in life a higher power than sickness and disease and death because I'm in life and life is in me. And I can release it with words just like Jesus. Let's see how Jesus' disciples did after Jesus went on to heaven. I'm in Acts uh, chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. Here's what it says. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was, was carried whom they lay daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask money of them that entered into the temple, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for money. And Peter, fasting his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Now, remember, this man had been crippled since he was a, a child. Verse 9. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they knew that it was he which sat for money at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had just happened unto him. Notice Peter said, such as I have, give I unto you. What did Peter have? He had the life of God in him, just like we do, a stronger force than the sickness that was in the man. Now, we have received this through our faith in Jesus Christ. Our power and authority is because Jesus conquered death. He conquered Satan, who is behind all that is evil, sickness and disease, poverty, lack, want. As I said earlier, it's all of the devil, and we have been commissioned to run him off. Let's look at another place. I'm in Mark chapter 16, 
verse 14 to 20. It said, here's what it says. Afterwards, in other words, Jesus has already died. He's risen from the dead. And now he's going to appear to his disciples. Afterwards, he appeared unto the 11 as they sat at meat and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. And he said unto them, Go you into all the world and preach the gospel, the good news to every creature. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believes not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Now, I want you to, I'm going to stop for a minute. I'm at, he said, these signs will follow them that believe. He didn't say they're going to follow the apostle, the preacher. He said, the ones that believe. It says, in my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth preaching everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Now, notice it says that Jesus was confirming their words with signs following. See, we are to speak in faith and the Lord will confirm what we say by releasing his power. This is for every believer. Again, it's not just for preachers. Every believer has his or her name written in heaven. Remember, he told the 70, the reason the demons and the devil is subject unto you is because your names are written in heaven. All of our names are written in heaven. So when when you speak and believe what you say, the life and power of heaven in you is released to overpower the weaker effects of death. Life is stronger than death. The life you carry is stronger than the death and the effects of death that are in the world today. Let's go to another passage. I'm in Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 through 20. Here's what it says, that the 11 disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, now again, this is after he had risen from the dead, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go you therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always. Now, I want you to see that Jesus said, All power is given unto me. The next thing he said is, go you therefore. So in other words, he was delegating the power, okay? So that means that this was supposed to continue after he left, okay, with this power being in manifestation. Jesus said, I'm with you always. He's with us. We're we're not alone. So when we release the life in us through words, he is with us. He's present to perform our words with signs and wonders, just like he did when he walked the earth himself. The good news of the kingdom is supposed to be demonstrated. Signs and wonders are to follow us so people can see our God is alive. When I was raising my children and they were sick, I saw them healed. One of my daughters got a very bad diarrhea when she was just six months old. And the doctor said, babies that get this at her age, they die. Well, she's still alive today with her own child. My son hit his head on the bumper 
of a car when he was three years old. Uh, he had no brain activity. And they took him to the hospital and they wanted to cut his head open and have surgery. But I went to prayer. I said, no, mm -mm, we're not going to do that. Don't let him touch him. I was out of town at the time. And so I prayed. And by the time I got to the children's hospital, he was in the nurse in there with the other children playing like nothing ever happened. And he is alive today in his right mind. At least that's what he tells me. In other words, you know, I've seen God do financial miracles, give me jobs that they said I wasn't going to get, favor with courts that ruled in my favor on several occasions, and on and on and on I could go. You see, the life of God is in you if you've accepted the sacrifice of Jesus Christ for you. If, if you've accepted that he died in your place so you can now live in his place, that power is in you. And his place is a place of life because he's in you and you're in him. God is in you to be a God to you, to enable you to do what you could not do without him. You carry the life of heaven. It's greater than any challenge that is before you. And faith releases it. Faith and faith. Here's how you get more faith. It comes by hearing. The more you hear the kind of things that I'm seeing here on this podcast and other ministers that are uh, ministering and letting you know of your power and your authority, the more you hear it, the more your faith will grow. And faith says, I have it now. Even though I don't feel it, I don't see it, I believe I have it now. Listen to Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. So what it's saying is my faith is the evidence that I have it before I even feel it, before it even shows up, I believe I have it. Mark eleven twenty four says this, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Many years ago, as I was reading this verse, the light came on and I said, Lord, I see it. It says, notice what the verse said. It says, Whatever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them while you're praying and you will have them. And I said, Lord, I see it. I see it. I see it. You're telling me that when I'm praying and asking you for it, I, I got to I have to believe that when I say amen is mine. And see, here's what had been happening. I was playing professional baseball and I was a backup second baseman for months. I had been sitting on the bench as a backup second baseman playing every so often. And I wanted to play every day. And so I had I had asked God for a job to play every day, and but I didn't believe it. And the evidence that I didn't believe that I had it is because I came to the ballpark with a bad attitude. I was like, oh, boy, here we go again. I'm going to sit on the bench. But when I saw this scripture said that I have to believe that I received it, I prayed again. And I said, now, Father, I desire to be an everyday second baseman. I want to play every day. So you said to believe that I received it when I pray. And I would have it. So I said, I believe I have it. And so I went to the ballpark excited like I was going to play. And so we they put the line, the, the manager put the lineup up and my name wasn't on there to play. And but I went and sat on the bench. I said, Lord, I thank you that my that I'm playing every day. I had a good attitude. I believe that I've received it. I come the next day. Same thing. My name's not on the roster. I sat down and said, Lord, thank you. That I believe I have it. That went on for about a week after a week. The manager called me in his office and he said, Harold, I got a call from front office and they told me to send you down to Lodi so you could play second base every day. Now, remember, I had been sitting on the bench for months 
one week after believing that I had received it and thanking God for it, it showed up. God is a good God, but he has he has made this system. See, part of the problem is people don't understand how the system of God works. Faith is like a currency in the kingdom of God. In other words, you know, if you go, if you have a, a, a dollar bills in our current, in our economy and you go into the store, you could buy something with that. Well, faith is that way in the kingdom. When you have faith, you can buy whatever's available in the kingdom. Now, what's what's available in the kingdom is all in the Bible. See, that's why you have to read the Bible, you know, because it's going to tell you what's available to you. So now you know how to pray. Now you know how to stand and believe God. You see, we carry the life of God in us and it takes faith to believe this and to see this power in manifestation, the power from heaven to overcome any challenge we may be facing is already inside of us. And faith will release that power. All we have to do is believe it, speak it in faith, and relentlessly hold on until we see the answer come into manifestation and it will happen. The life of heaven is on the inside of you and I. And through faith, and patience, we can release this power and we have the patience to hold fast and to hold on to what we believe and what God has spoken until it shows up. Life in us is greater than the death that is in the world and all the effects of death that you see and happening in the world. That includes COVID, that includes you name it, whatever it may be. We have the power and authority of life on the inside of us, the life from heaven to be able to overcome whatever challenge is in front of us. Let me say right here, if you don't know our living Savior, Jesus Christ, you can get to know him now. Pray this prayer with me. Say, God, I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for my sins. Jesus, I accept you into my life as my Lord and my Savior. Help me to live this life. Thank you. That's it. It's that simple. If you believe what you just prayed, he has come in. Start reading the Bible for yourself. You can start in the book of St. John and in the book of Romans, and God will begin to show you his purpose for your life, and he'll begin to show himself unto you. Okay, we'll see you on the next episode. Okay.